Goose. While your day is winding down, they're just getting started. This is South Coast Tonight with Chris McCarthy and Marcus Farrow. They've got you covered on all the news of the day. From local issues to politics on both sides of the aisle. This is the place where the movers and shakers come to be heard. To listen. And where they're held accountable. This is South Coast Tonight on WBSM. Welcome to South Coast Tonight. I'm Marcus. 508-996-0500 is how you can get on the program this evening. We'll also take your messages on the WBSM app chat. So I think we've talked about this. I uh, talked about it with the mayor uh, at, at certain points. But um, there has been, you know, now that we're getting close to these, some of these offshore wind deals coming into fruition, there's these 20-year purchase power agreements and companies that are looking to um, try to back out of them or terminate them or renegotiate them, right? And they, you know, like Avangrid is one of these companies. They have a 20-year, they signed a 20-year purchase power agreement. I want to say uh, in um, 2019 or 2021, and they said basically based on supply chain issues and inflation and all of that, that these are no longer workable deals, right? They said that these are no longer workable deals and that they want to kill these purchase power agreements. So Senator Mike Rodericks, a friend of the show and who's chairman of Ways and Means, he said uh, he wants to, he he thinks that any any offshore wind company that, because there's another round of bidding coming, he thinks that any offshore wind uh, company that moves to terminate its contract, or as he said, non-performs on its contract, should not, should be precluded from the bidding process, should be banned from any future contract bids going forward. So I um, I talked to Senator Rodericks on Sunday. I was at a uh, town hall in Fall River for Congressman Jake Auchincloss. I talked to him. I think we're, we're working on seeing if he can call into the show if he's got time. I know he's a busy guy. He writes the budget, right? But we're going to work on a time to see if he can call into the show and talk about his position a little bit more. I also want to ask Mayor Mitchell about his position on that. Avangrid, I believe, is also a part owner of Vineyard Wind. So I asked Governor Healy, by the way, 508-996-0500 so I can get on. I see some calls. I'm going to get to them in a second. I asked Governor Healy at the um, at the event if uh, if the if she supports Senator Rogers' proposal. Senator Rogers wasn't there. It's not his district, but um, 
So uh, I asked him if if uh, she supports Senator Roderick's proposal. And she said, basically, I'm for a process that's competitive and about getting moving things forward. That sounds like a no to me. Um, but then afterwards, I was approached by the CEO of Avangrid. <laughs> and uh, he talked about, you know, uh, and I talked to their spokesperson for a little bit. And, you know, they had sent me a comment. You can find the comment on WBSM.com. They were saying, hey, we've got the Vineyard Wind Project that's up and running. We're, you know, we are looking to... Uh, you know, we're committed to delivering uh, wind to the Commonwealth, right? So uh, 508-996-0500. But Senator Rodericks is saying, basically, you know, he thinks that they're non-performing. And I wonder if if there gets to be any momentum behind that deal. You know, I think it's probably a difficult position that they're in, uh, given that, uh, you know, the circumstances have changed fundamentally. Uh, so probably since they signed that contract, but you know, it's you know we've had these rounds of state bidding, right? You sign these purchase power agreements. This is a contract. You entered into a contract. You either got to perform or not perform. He says, basically, the fine that they're going to have to pay for breaking the contract isn't good enough. They should just be banned, which would disincentivize companies from, you know backing out of contracts in the future. 508-996-0500. Good evening. Hey, happy St. Patty's Day. Hey, you too. I don't have anything on... Uh, I'm not I'm not talking about any of the issues you have going on, if that's okay. Sure. Um, so I was just... I've got this um, big St. Patty's Day party planned. I've got it being catered. I sent out dozens of invitations a lot of people are coming so i got a whole irish boiled dinner and i've got guinness and baileys and jameson all getting delivered with the catering big party i thought you and chris were going to be there together tonight talking about saint patty's day or going out after <laughs> but no he left you on your own yeah no he's uh he's not on he's not on with me tonight he'll be back monday so yeah Oh, because I was thinking hopefully you guys are getting together after because this party I have planned is at your house. Oh, All yeah? All the invitations are out and people said they were showing up. Big party. It's going to be catered. It's going to be the alcohol there. We've even got a little leprechaun with, with a with a pot of gold. Gold coins is going to be handed out to all the, all the people that show up, but not for the host. You're going to be the host because it's at your house. Just wanted to give you the heads up and confess. It's cash on delivery when the catering shows up. Okay. So you're going to need to come up with some money. And I just want to make sure you know, because I'm, I don't want, you know, these people getting like all cheered up and then you send them home. So you're going to need to like keep an eye on them. Okay. Pretty much make accommodations. They're going to probably need to spend the night. Okay. And then if there's leftovers, they're probably going to want you to whip them up some, you know, hash, you know, corned beef hash and stuff. In well, the sounds morning. like there's a lot of food, so. Right. Sounds, so yeah, in yeah. the morning, they're going to probably expect you to kind of like whip up some corned beef hash, sober them up. You know, okay. some of them are going to be stinking drunk. They might need a shower. Mm. You might have to wait in line for your own bathroom. Okay. But keep the neighborhood safe. And I think you're going to have a lot of fun because like 12 <laughs> of them. Yeah. Are um, a brand new um, Irish immigrant. Okay, they're going to kind of need to get them like 
Uh, that that sounds interesting. I'd be looking forward to having some some interesting conversations with them if they're if they're from no, Ireland. They don't even, they, you know, they don't even speak perfectly clear English. Do, do, do they speak Gaelic? Yes, and okay. it's like the way that the way you know how <laughs> rapidly the they old speak. Tongue. <laughs> they had to understand. I'm okay. going to tell you, but um, so you don't get any of the gold coins out of the um, out of the little pot. It's just for the guests. Okay. But you're the host. I planned it. I sent out the invitations. You're the host. You have to pay for it. Okay. All right. And then just once you become friends with these guys, because they are hilarious, a lot of fun. But you're going to need to help, like, acclimate them to the area. Okay. Acclimate them how? Whatever they need. You know, work it out. Once you become friends, you'll know what they need. You try to, like, get through the language barrier. Uh, they speak a little bit of English here and there, but, but they speak fluent Gaelic. I'm gonna have to speak. Oh, I'm gonna have to learn to speak Gaelic. What's that? They speak. They're from Ireland, so they don't speak English. They're from Ireland. They speak Gaelic. They're from Ireland. Ireland. They speak whatever the heck they speak with a little bit of English thrown in. Okay. Yeah. So they're gonna need. You know, okay. uh, they're gonna need somewhere to hang out for and, until they figure out how to like make it out on their own. Okay. Just, like spot here. Okay. All right. Uh, you got it, Marcus. I know you do. Have a good time. All right, thanks. They're fun. They're going to be your new best friends. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. That sounds like a fun time. Don't forget COD. Hmm? Don't forget COD. You're going to pay for the um, stuff when it gets delivered. COD. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's fine. And yeah. the guys are already going to be there when you <laughs> be all around. They'll already like be that. there? Okay, that sounds yeah, good. Yeah, yeah no, I, I can handle it. I can, ta- I can take care of it. I was it. hoping Chris was going to be there, too, because, like, you know, he's kind of a... Irish guy, I think he would have been fun for the both of you. He would have been. Have- I think he would have had a good time. Um, it's unfortunate, uh, but uh, you know that that that's that's cool. I mean, I haven't had a. Maybe he's listening. Maybe he'll show the heck up. Maybe, maybe he'll, he'll show up. Maybe he'll show up. Yeah, I haven't had a house party in a while. That sounds like in, fun. You know. Well, look, I, I've got space, and I've got, um, and I, I could probably, unless I don't oh, know, Marcus, uh, I, I sent out a lot ordered, of invitations. Uh, you sent out a lot of invitations. Yeah, I've got space and uh, and I can probably cover the food the food cost and the and the drink cost. Yeah, that's fine. I can I can handle it. I think I can handle it. So, um, all right, keep it up because it's going to be going on for however long it takes you to get them situated out in the community. Okay, <laughs> don't send them back to me. Sounds good. Thank you. I had enough of them already. They're fun, but you know, enough is enough. All right, have a good time. <laughs> you as well. Bye. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. Good evening. Marcus, I got to tell you, in the last caller, I, I think what she's trying to... And by the way, I'm not supposed to call in twice in, in one night, am I? Sure you can. I can. Call in right, five times. Marcus, the last caller and everybody that's listening, all your friends, dude, St. Patrick's Day and you are the luckiest <laughs> in swear in the city, Marcus. You, you, you hit it out of the park. You know what I mean? Yeah. Celebrate it. You, you've done so much. And talk about, uh, I don't know how you don't feel lucky, but you are the luckiest, I got to say it, like in America, okay? You've hit it out of the park, Marcus. You've done a great job. People love you. And um, you, you should feel happy about what you've done. It, seriously. I appreciate celebrate, that. It's very nice. Celebrate St. Patrick's Day. One last thing I have to ask you. I, I know you're talking about uh, Senator Roger Fafford, but um, I think uh, at fiscal year last year, you had uh, an article with uh, Mike Rodericks with the um, 
uh, surplus in the budget. Well, yeah, yeah, back that was uh, that was after that was after sessions had ended, um, and he was talking about the economic development bill. Yes, how much? Uh, the economic development bill was like three billion. Yeah, three billion in surplus, right? So, yeah. well, well, there was like there was like six billion, and then we lost some of that to the sixty-two F. Yeah, and, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so still a Democrat, right? And now, mm-hmm. you know, Republican governor's gone. We've had this conversation about Republican governors and Democratic governors, right? So, friendly $5 or, or a round of drinks. What's going to be the excess off fiscal um, budget next year, this coming year? What's the excess going to be? Uh, I don't know if they projected that out yet. Well, no, I'm not. I'm. This is me and you talking, right? Mm-hmm. Is it going to be the same? Probably excess equal to zero or a deficit. Oh, I don't think there'll be a deficit. I think there'll be a surplus. I, I actually, I think, think in the it's in the Constitution. States can't run on a deficit. Okay. Yeah. All right. So friendly five dollars. I bet it's less than last year. Yeah, you friendly think five so? Bucks. I'll, I'll well, do five I'm, bucks. I'm just saying. You know, just just you know. Five dollars. Five dollars is good. It's gone up every year, so um, I'll I'll bet five on that. Okay, cool. All right, Marcus. Just you know, you're a lucky guy. We we love you and and uh, keep up the good work, pal. Appreciate it, Barry. Thank you. Take care. Five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. Good evening. Oh, good evening, Marcus. Um, I listened to your show last night where you had the lieutenant governor on about housing. Mm Mm-hmm. And today I happened to um, to go and uh, support a small business on Arnold Street in New Bedford. It's like a little um, coffee shop. Um, you can get a few pr- pr- provisions. Co- Coastal Provisions? That's yeah, the new place that yeah. just opened. Yeah, I heard yeah. about it. Yeah, but I was impressed because this person took a chance in an area that really has been... Um, gone downhill a bit. Sure. And the houses around that particular street are so beautiful. It would be wonderful if the state of Massachusetts gave people $100,000 down to buy the home and then they have to renovate it. Now, it sounds far-fetched to do that, but when I listened to the lieutenant governor talking about ways to increase housing, she was build, 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 and and, and whatnot. I would love to see these little neighborhoods come back to life. Um, it's hard to find a little home. Um, it was just very quaint to go in that place. This gentleman took, I, I was impressed with his um, t- a leap of faith, I guess. Sure. Yeah. Um, to to start, start this. And I live uh, further away from, from that area, but I had to go support it, um, listening to his story. Yeah, I have to just buy something. <laughs> no, I hear you, and yeah, you, most you see most stuff like that, you know, open like downtown or, uh, mm-hmm. you know, in that in that like thirteen blocks of downtown, and that's just a little bit further from there in Arnold Street. Yeah, it's not a place with a heck of a lot of development, to my knowledge. So, mm-hmm. it is it's pretty interesting, and I in terms of putting uh, down payments, but I, I don't, you know, maybe not a. I listen. I mean, that would be great if everybody could get a hundred thousand dollars for a down payment, but I think like, I think. You know, expanding first-time homebuyer programs where people get ten to like twenty-five. I, I think that's something that's very achievable in the near future. You know, a lot, of, a lot more access to those programs. 
I would go up to 50 or 75 because a lot of those homes, I mean, the, the character of them, the structure of it, and, and it was just, you know, the neighborhood is run down a bit, mm-hmm. but there is a coziness to it. Um, you could see the working man could afford a home back then. Sure. I don't know. It was just cozy. It wasn't a big McMansion like they're building today, you know, a simple little home. And I and I thought this gentleman taking a leap of faith in a neighborhood like like that to open a, a little shop, if um, just the neighborhood could get boosted up up a bit, and I mean instead of like building building new new stuff, just offer offer something to uh, a homeowner that you will live in it, you will restore it, fix it up, but we're going to give you a chunk to put down, and I, I think we would get our money's worth uh, tenfold in the future. That, that's it. I agree. Yeah. Okay. Have Thank, a good evening. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. That was a nice call. I really like that. Um, yeah, uh, I think that's first-time homebuyer programs is is, um, is is something that Chris had asked the lieutenant governor about yesterday, and I think that is something, like she said, if you have more people willing to invest in those particular neighborhoods, maybe you incentivize investment in those particular neighborhoods, you're going to see improvement there. Um, there's some areas that we've seen in the city, like uh, State Street sticks out as one of them, where you've seen over time, there's a significant amount of improvement because people got, sort of got in at the ground level, started working on those old types of um, old, you know, those sort of older homes and they've really made made them nice. Now there's something pretty good happening over there on State Street and maybe Arnold Street can be the, a benefactor of that too. 508-996-0500 is how you can get in the program. Let's go back to the phones. Good evening. Marcus, what time is that uh that party start? <laughs> I guess uh guess I'm gonna be there. Guess, nah, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna show up. Yeah, I guess uh I guess ten fifteen. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I'm gonna get out of here. I'm on my way I'm on my way home from Providence. Me and my wife we went out for Italian tonight, you know. Oh nice. And I'm sitting here and we're listening I'm listening to this lady go I says, Oh I, I thought she was serious at first. I'm like about throwing a party, I'm Me like too. Oh, she's about to she's about to she's about to say something about her party that she's you know, I thought she was going to, like, throw out her address or something, and I was like... I, I would have liked that. I would have gone. <laughs> <laughs> I was... Dying. My wife was like, this lady's nuts. But then I was like, I had to explain it to her. You know, oh, she's talking about the illegal immigrants. Yes. Yeah. yeah that's, that's what funny. I figured. Uh, yeah. I, I, I laughed. That was a good... That was a good... That was a good joke. That was good. But, uh, yeah, that's it. I just... Uh, how, was your, how was your dinner? Where, how was your dinner? Where'd you go? Yeah, we went to um, uh, Zuma, uh, Tratria. Great place. Yeah, I've been there. It's yeah, awesome. It's, it's really good. We had a gift card from Christmas. so we Nice. Use it, you know? Good. That yeah, was really good. Very good. Excellent. So, that's about it. All right, man. All right, Marcus. Have a good night, man. You as well. 508-996-0500. I went to an Italian restaurant up in the North End in Boston, um, actually. Uh, uh, went with Counselor Dunn, former Counselor Dunn. He lives up there now. I went to an Italian restaurant up in Boston called Luca. It was really, really good. I got to tell you. Italian food in the north end of Boston lives up to the hype. Lives up to the. I mean, Providence is great too. So, but I went up there, and uh, I because I hadn't eat up, eaten up in, in the north end. Yeah, it lives up to the hype for sure. Great spots up there. All right, five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. I'm going to take a break. Um, <laughs> I got to take a break. Um. Hey. Welcome back. Happy St. Patrick's Day, even to all of you who may have had Purdue winning the final four in your bracket. Tough luck. 
tough luck there. Purdue just lost to Farley Dickinson. That's <laughs> the name of the college they lost to. <laughs> number one, number one seed Purdue lost to number sixteen seed Farley Dickinson University. <laughs> so, congrats to the Knights. I think they're called the Knights. But if you had Purdue in your bracket, some of my friends did. Uh, uh, tough luck. I, I had um, I got a bracket with my fantasy football league to number one pick. I am obviously in first because uh, I know everything. And I'm right about everything. Just kidding. Um, in terms of the party thing, you know, I haven't had a good house party in quite some time, uh, honestly. <laughs> and I haven't had a good house party in quite some time. Uh, I used to have more my younger days. Um, like, <laughs> like high school. It's probably some people in Fair and PD that remember him uh, that still work for Fair and PD. You know, it was probably what, 16, 17 years ago. It's probably some people that work for the, still work for the Fair and PD that remember uh, some of those get togethers. But <laughs> uh, I don't know. 508 996 0500 is how you can get in the program. Also, take your messages on the WBSM app chat. Um, and. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much. That's pretty much it. What were we talking about before the party thing? We were talking about. I was talking about offshore wind. I was talking about. But now I just kind of want to talk about St. Patrick's Day parties. Does anybody have a? Anybody know of a good St. Patrick's Day party that's happening? I'm not going to go. But if you've got like a good throwdown, I'm just interested in hearing about it. I want to hear your war stories. If you got a few good war stories. From some Saint from some St. Patrick's Day pasts. I'd be very interested in hearing them. I'm a little bit past the St. Patrick's Day sort of um partying, whatever. I don't really like to do that. But uh I'm sure there's a lot of you out there that have some seriously hilarious um uh, stories on St. Patty's Day. I used to go to the Newport Parade. I think I talked a little bit about this earlier. I used to go to the Newport Parade every year. Um, I had a friend that had a grandfather that lived on Thame Street. So we used to have uh, f- we used to have fun. Uh, we used to have fun. We used to go there every year and then he used to get really pissed off and then yell at all of us to get the hell out. Which at the time I was kind of like, oh man, that sucks. But then I think about it now that I'm someone who has purchased a home before and thrown parties in that home. And then I thought, well, you know what? He was a pretty good sport for about as long as he could have been. <laughs> you know, <laughs> once you buy stuff like that, you're like, oh, wow, that's, you don't want to, that's expensive. I don't, don't break that. That's expensive. <laughs> um, but anyway, 508-996-0500 is how you can get the program. I've been to the Boston Parade too. It's not as it's just too much. It's just a lot. Of, it's just a lot. Like, it's fine. It's an experience. You should probably maybe do it once or not. I don't know. Whatever. It's just a lot. There's a lot of people everywhere all the time. Everything all, everywhere all at once. It's a great movie, by the way. You should check it out if you haven't seen it yet. Um, uh, uh, app chat. Uh, Marcus, thanks for playing along with my little April Fool's joke on St. Patty's Day. I know you're a good sport. You can handle it. And yes, that guy's right. The lady's crazy. <laughs> I like it. I've got some conversation going. 
Um, 508-996-0500. That's how you can get on this evening. Yeah, I don't know if anybody else is doing any St. Paddy's Day stuff. The half marathon, there'll probably be a lot of stuff going on around the half marathon. You know, people will be partying there, whatever. Uh, you know, Dan McCarthy always does a great job running the running the half marathon every year. So um, you definitely want to uh, check that out. It's a good event. I got some friends that are running in it. Uh, good luck. But 508-996-0500. That's how you can join me this evening. So we've got we've had a pretty busy week this week. We had um, God, we had a lot of people in this week, didn't we? We started off with. You know, Councilor Shane Burgo talking about the rent control uh, ballot question that he put forward. We had, uh, what do I have? Who did I have on Tuesday? I don't even remember. It all just blends together, right? I had uh, on Wednesday, we had a uh, school committee member, uh, school school committee candidate, Lynn Turner. I'm actually having a lot of, I'm ha- actually having all the candidates from the Dartmouth School Committee on the program. I've booked most of them so far. I'm looking to reach out to the others to book them too, because, you know, I think that's, there's there's probably some important issues there, you know, the Indian logo thing that just happened last year, and uh, there's still like uh, that defend Dartmouth group. I think is still fairly active um, in the uh, in the Indian logo discussion. They have the pledge; candidates can sign the pledge to keep the logo, the Indian logo, in the drawing. Uh, we had one candidate that had signed the pledge. Um, I guess we can ask the other candidates if they did too. I mean, I think there's probably a lot more that's going on in, in, in the schools that are maybe a little bit, I mean, not to say your mascot isn't important, but there is probably a lot more in schools that is important, more, probably more important than the, you know, <laughs> the, the, the logo. And that's probably what will dominate the conversation. But 508-996-0500. Good evening. Happy holidays. You too. How about an Irish poem from yours truly? <laughs> sure. Yeah, absolutely. I've wondered at the sight of shamrocks dancing in an older eyes. And the songs I sang have words now fully known. I'll sing again. I've heard of potatoes infected with the English spirit and have known of orangemen back with pounds in the Queen's English that wore the suits of quizzlings and served in Fenian wars and jails of black and tan. I yearn for the melody of the Gaelic. I'll sing of the green when this blondie gets stoned, but I long to go home. Belfast, 1983. I love that. That's great. <laughs> Happy holiday. Yeah, you as well. 508-996-0500. If you've got any Gaelic poems, love to hear it. Good evening. Yeah, happy St. Paddy's Day to the Irish folks out there. You too, man. Um Let's see. I was talking about this one night, and you were talking something about local politics, which I really don't like to go into. But um, you, you were talking about the pond at Buttonwood Park. At one time, people could swim in that. When did they ban swimming in that pond? Mm. It looks like the pictures I've seen look like you go back to the 1920s or a little bit before that. If anybody out here knows when people could actually swim in that pond and when they stopped it, I'd appreciate it because I'm actually looking into that pond and the history of it. Yeah, well, let's check that out. I'll have to check that out. I'm sure there's somebody listening or somebody that we that, that usually does listen that would know that. Maybe Scott, I know Scott Lima, Ward 5 City Councilor. He's very active yeah. around the pond. Um, uh, 
He's very active around the pond stuff because, you know, that's his ward. Um, so he might know. Maybe the, maybe Mayor Mitchell knows, but there's probably somebody who knows. It's pretty sad that people polluted that pond so bad that you can't go swimming in there anymore. That would be nice I, if you go, go swimming there. Yeah, I suppose that would be cool. I, you know, when I was younger, I used to paddle boat. Yeah, they still do that, I believe. What okay. they stop it? Huh? Did they stop paddle boating? They still do that there. Um, I don't know. I, you know, honestly, I, I don't know. I, I, I haven't gone there in the summer in quite a while. I don't think I'd have yeah, to. Well, if anybody knows the history of that pond and when you can swim in it, um, let us know. Or if you can find any information, look, um, look it up and let us know. I would definitely be interested to know that as well. All right, guys. Happy St. Patty's Day. Thanks. You too, man. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, you know what's interesting? I was reading an old uh, book on just talking about things that used to be around that aren't around anymore. Um, I was, I was, uh, I was reading an old book or a book on old stuff, I should say, in Fairhaven. It might have been a postcard history of Fairhaven. Uh, postcard history of Fairhaven. Uh, yeah, I think that's what it was. And they had like. They sh it was old old pictures, and I think there was maybe in the 1920s. Um, there was actually in Fort Phoenix um, a pavilion, it, a boardwalk that went all the way to the ocean. There was like this pavilion at the end, and people used to have like whatever elegant little parties or just hang out there. And I was looking at that, I'm like, boy, that's really cool. I wish that that was still there. I'd like, I don't know, maybe hang out there or something. But then what happened was there was a major storm that sort of, you know, demolished it. And I think from that point, they decided to forego, you know, any maintenance on it. They're like, okay, well, this is damaged beyond repair. We're just going to take it down. But there used to be like a nice like pavilion slash boardwalk thing that went all the way out into the ocean in, um, in Fort Phoenix. Pretty cool. 508-996-0500 is how you can get in the program. We'll also take your messages on the WBSM app chat. Uh, this is South Coast Night. I'm Marcus, and i got to take this break. 1420 WBSM, New Bedford's News Talk Station. This time next week, I'll be sick in bed with West Nile virus. Thanks to a mosquito bite right in front of my house. In eight minutes, my daughter will be in an ambulance. Having an asthma attack triggered by cockroaches... I'm going to be bitten by a tick today. I won't even know it until Lyme disease turns my life upside down. Learn how to protect your family at pestworld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association and the CDC. Take South Coast tonight with you wherever you go. Stream Chris and Marcus on the WBSM app or get their podcast on the app at WBSM.com. Now, back to South Coast Tonight. Hey, good evening. Good evening, Marcus. How are you? Oh, I'm okay. Hey, I wanted to ask you, uh, that St. Patrick's Day uh, breakfast that they have in Boston there where they invite the governor and everybody, have they had that already or is that yet to come? I think that's tomorrow and that's hosted by the senator they got up there, uh, Nick Collins. Oh, but, okay, okay. Yeah, I think that's tomorrow. Yeah, do, do you know what channel that'll be on? I usually like to watch that. Uh, you know what? I think I can probably find. I think I can probably find out. I'm going to check the uh, mm -hmm. if that is if it is if we're talking about the same one. I'm yeah, I think we are. Up. You know, they usually invite the governor and and you know, there's a uh, a lot of uh, 
you know, uh, humor and stuff uh, about serious matters at times. But it, it's all uh, in good sport, and people laugh it off. And, uh, you know, it's the way things, in, in a sense, should be, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm looking I'm looking now. Uh, it looks like there's a breakfast. On, is, it, is it before the parade? Because Saturday it looks like they are... Going to a brunch in Dorchester, yeah, and then they're going to some conference in in Worcester on Saturday. This is their public schedule. Yeah, that that could be at the brunch. On, on, on if it's the brunch in Dorchester, yeah, uh, the St. Patrick's Day brunch. Yeah, I'm not sure what Saint. Um, uh, let's check. I don't know what channel. I, maybe five, channel four. I, I would guess it's four or five. That's and that's tomorrow morning. right? That would be tomorrow. That the brunch is tomorrow at eleven. Mm-hmm. Uh, just looking at the um, and then the next day is uh the St. Patrick's Day breakfast. That's hosted by a state senator, um, Nick Collins. That's at nine a. That's at nine a.m. Is that on Sunday? Or? That's on Sunday. Yeah. Oh, I, I've been looking through my uh, you know, TV, my uh, cable yeah. channel, and usually they have it up there on the grid. I couldn't find it. What channel it might be on? I always thought that was a good time, and uh, you yeah. know, no matter what the political feelings and everything, uh, you know, everyone could uh, have a good laugh and make yeah. fun of everybody's, uh, you know. Uh, positions and stuff sure. but yet it was all done in good spirit and stuff like that and uh it's the way things to me uh in a sense they uh, used to be uh right uh and uh i i just thought it was is, is governor healy going to be there do you know yeah i mean there's there's two sort of there's a that brunch at 11 uh on saturday they're both going to be there mm-hmm. the breakfast on uh sunday at nine they're nine. both going to be there as well that's and, that's what it says in their public schedule and, and it doesn't say it would be covered on any channel huh no this that's is just too bad yeah I, it's just a press thing i hope they haven't be. dropped it i you know i so, you know sometimes they just don't post it and stuff because yeah. like i always enjoy doing uh watching right. that it's uh Again, uh, they, they talk about how they're, they're different, but yet at the same time, it's all done with a laugh. And you know, for for the for the day, uh, you know, uh, the, the seriousness seriousness is put aside, and uh, uh, it, it shows that you can still be uh, disagree and not be disagreeable. You know, right? And, uh, you know, um, I, I just think it was a good thing to have on, and you know. When I, Oh well, I'm, yeah. I'm looking. Yeah, I'm looking at it. I'm looking now. I mean, there's some coverage on the on the nine o'clock, uh, definitely on the nine o'clock uh, breakfast, uh, the Iron Workers one. But I just I just don't know which one would be. Oh wait, yeah. Okay, so there's the one on nine a.m. Uh, the the one on the one at nine a.m. It says it's going to be broadcast on the Boston Neighborhood Network and on W R O L A M nine fifty Irish Radio. Wow. So I don't know. Yeah, maybe that maybe that's picked up by four and five too. Yeah. But, again, I I've been looking at the grid that the uh, cable channel gives you when there's there's nothing on there. Yeah. You know. So who did you say was going to be on OTR? Healy. I uh, no no not Healy. Uh, Driscoll. Okay. Yeah. I think Healy is going to be on Channel 10 with Gene Vincente, I think. Okay. I, I think it's like... In Providence, yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's either Saturday at 5 a.m. and then something on on Sunday possibly, too. It's the same thing they'll rebroadcast. And I wish they would rebroadcast OTR, too, to tell you the truth. Because uh, sometimes uh, with everything that goes on there, yeah. it's good to watch things a second time because you pick pick up things that sometimes you miss, you know. No, I, I hear like you. Reading a book a second time. You know? Yeah, I hear you. I mean, it is on YouTube. 
uh, usually that interviews they they OTR they usually put that on YouTube. Oh, I see. Well, you know, I'm I'm kind of challenged with that stuff, being an old <laughs> guy and everything and that sort of stuff. Sure, you know? I understand. So, uh, okay, uh, and uh, you you left your political post at Fit in Fairhaven. Uh, yeah, I had to. I, I, this is I'm this I got too much going on here. Well, did you get frustrated with trying to uh, not sharpen the pencil and not uh, <laughs> no. tighten your belt? No, not, you know, I mean, getting money from the town to do things. I or? have complained. I have complained about that. You know, every year there's like arbitrary cuts to the budget. Yeah, and that's, like, that's 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 the, the town that you live in. That's the yeah. way it is. Yeah, I know. I, used, I did get I did get mad about that stuff. But uh, yeah, I know, I know. You're, you're you're still a liberal. I understand. But the town is that way, and it gets well, passed well, down from. Well, we also need generation. money to do things. They want us to do stuff, and you know, we, we usually sometimes would have like you know our parks department is 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 one guy basically mm -hmm. and then a bunch of seasonal workers you yeah, know we, we, yeah, yeah. some 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 departments in the in in, in bpw or do operate on a shoestring budget so yeah, well, you know. wasn't there a problem with the firefighters too yeah they need um they need staffing uh they're 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 probably a couple short of where they should be mm -hmm. um well they're actually like seven short of where they should be but um, optimally, but they said they can work. They, basically, right now they got six firefighters per shift. Mm -hmm. They need they they might get seven by July, but they're really more comfortable with nine. Optimal uh, staffing levels are fourteen, but they're saying nine's a good compromise. Well, again, I would assume the town is growing, right? It's not you know it's yeah. not what it used to be. How, how big is the population there in favor now? You know, sixteen thousand, maybe seventeen thousand now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think at one time thirteen, fourteen, and maybe I'm wrong, but mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, it, it is growing, and again, like I mentioned the other day with Skarnick Connect and everything, it is, uh, you know, it is not as rural as it used to be when you go down Skarnick Connect Road and stuff like that. Right. Well, I'm sorry, though, uh, that you got out of the elected position because uh, um, I, I, I kind of feel you might have been swimming against the tide there trying to get money for this or that and the other. I, I mean, yeah. you know, you're always swimming against the tide when you're in elected office, I think, but... Um, but uh, I, I just, again, it was just my responsibilities here were growing and my, well, let's, my let's time put, was limited. Let's put it this way. Let me ask you a question. We got a $400 tax increase in New Bedford. Mm -hmm. uh, what was your tax increase in Fairhaven? You know, your own property? Yeah, it was it was around that, this, the same, actually. $400 I would say. in Fairhaven? Yeah, it was around the, it was around the, it was, it was a significant jump. Oh, I find that hard to believe. I'm like, telling you, it was a significant <laughs> jump. My tax bill in particular was it a It must be a lot jump. of young people moving into Fairhaven and all those old timers must be, uh, you know, retiring we, to the uh, uh, nursing home. Fairhaven Fair has enjoyed, <laughs> Fairhaven has enjoyed lower property taxes for yes, quite some time. Absolutely. You know, the, 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 you know, those like the first place I bought in Fairhaven, the tax bill was like 2,800 and I looked at a comparable places in New Bedford and it was like around 4,000. Right. Oh yeah. So, um, we've definitely enjoyed oh, yeah. some, uh, good property, uh, good property taxes, but yeah, they did take a significant jump and I was wondering why, honestly, I didn't, I didn't know why. Well, um, I still, still can't believe out. that. It's too bad Chris McCarthy isn't on cause I'd ask him, uh, what was his property tax jumps uh, to see it, try to confirm I, because this $400 in, in, uh, New Bedford, that's the, the largest, increase ever I've seen. Yeah. I've owned my house since 2002, and I think when I moved into it, it was $400 for the year. Yeah. We, we've gone up eight-fold. I must be around 32 now in yeah. the house that I'm in, you know? 
And, uh, you know, uh, I, I think you better, you know, sharpen your pencil and tighten your belt and take a look at that tax bill. Again, I find it hard to believe that. Uh, it was it was a, it was a, it was much. a couple hundred bucks at least. I remember. Uh, I'm right, looking I, at I'll, it. I'll, yeah. I'll accept that maybe. Over, yeah, over it was. Time, it was a know? couple hundred bucks at least. Yeah. Maybe not four, but it was a couple hundred bucks at least. Yeah. Last yeah, I remember. But, but, but to be fair too, uh, you know, to, uh, to those who are opposed to the mayor, uh, I know everybody talks about the uh, $25,000 uh, increases in salary to, yeah. to those people that they liked. But uh, no one has pointed out that this $400 tax increase in New Bedford, at least for me, and I know it's around there for other mm-hmm. people. I live in a, a ranch, uh, you know, a small ranch, that sort of stuff. Uh, well, that's the mayor's doing and the city council together because usually what happens, you have this increase, which I think the mayor proposes, and then the city council knocks it down maybe by, I don't know, a few thousand dollars, maybe, a, you know, which compared to the total budget is very, very small. You right. Know, what, they, what they knock it down to. So, uh, uh, you know, I know, too, that you worry about the... Uh, uh, the, the the ballot questions. I I wouldn't worry. You know, Mitchell he out politics these guys. You know? Well, well, in other I... words, he's got his he's got his his followers. And if this ever did come to a ballot, they might win the four year. Uh, you know, uh, he's already won it though. It's just have, it's just down. You know, yeah, it's just like asking people a bunch of stuff instead of like legislating. You know, that's well, what it again, feels like to I, me. I think it's good that you ask people because you get them involved in the process. Listen, I'm, I'm super behind on the, uh, on a break. Okay, I gotta my take friend, it. Hey, so. you have a good uh, what's left of St. Patty's Day. I hope those people aren't over your house. You know? <laughs> I hope they are. <laughs> All right, take care. All right, bye.